It's the Alexandra and Friends podcast, and we're covering the everyday issues of life, health, and wealth. And as always, we have a great panel of experts with us. Here is your host, Alexandra Fincher. You are listening to Alexandra and Friends, 660 AM. We are here with Alexandra, me, Roberto, and today we are going to have an amazing guest, Trey, Texas. Texas Texas Trey. Texas Trey. Trey Williams, yes. And last week they all laughed at me because I said Twain. Tree. Tree. And they were like, oh yeah, a tree is coming walking in the studio next week. So Christmas tree. Christmas tree. <laughs> no, it's uh, Texas Trey. Texas and, uh, Trey. Had a pleasure to meet him. It's uh, you know, a pleasure to be here actually with him today. He right now is uh having a couple of projects that he was telling me about. And I'm going to be asking him some questions, but, you know, we're happy to have you, you know, and now go ahead and introduce him to the show for you guys who are listening. Well, I'm going to introduce him because he's my dear friend all right, all right, and yeah. we do a lot of wonderful right. things together. And uh, Carrollton knows Trey Williams for his wonderful um, bridges he builds in the city. And uh, he just got an award by the mayor. I think uh, if I'm correct, I think I'm going to let you tell him all about it. He has got a lovely wife children and grandchildren and he is an amazing man and i like to welcome him on board Trey, so please much. take it on Welcome Thank you so much listen i i feel like an amazing honoree at this point <laughs> oh we just love you <laughs> um i'm definitely just thankful um like like alexandra said thank you guys so much uh v roberto alexandra um the one of the main things for me is you know, even in Carrollton, Carrollton is uh, a very different kind of city. Um, born in, I'm a, I'm a uh, product of Section 8 housing, a kid from Nolens, Louisiana. Um, and with being from there, I had a grandmother who was a missionary and an evangelist, uh, Marilyn Hill. And she made sure that she took the time to teach me about community. Mm-hmm. And uh, by being in the community, it was phenomenal uh, understanding because even though she was in a, we were in a situation ourselves uh, where we were in the, er, in the inner city, she made sure she reached back to pull someone else. And um, wow. she would feed homeless folks. I mean, we had so many homeless people coming to our house just to eat. She would cook big pots of really? gumbo. Big, oh, wow. Gumbo. Big, big gumbo pots and gumbo. big pots of red beans and rice, which is my kryptonite right now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and um, wow. But she she is literally um, everything that I am right now. Thanks to God that she gave me. She taught me godly principles and said, never forget where you came from to help someone else and pull someone else wow. up. But don't make excuses because you did the work to get out. Yeah, right, right, right. That's that's very important, you know, to to have that solid foundation, to have someone to give you those principles. I think right now that's a lot of uh, misunderstanding what that means, you know, mm-hmm. because people think that by you spanking someone is abusing, right? Exactly. But you're actually doing a principle, right? You're you're yeah. teaching them a solid foundation, right? Yeah. Um, it's amazing that you say gumbo because I love gumbo. <laughs> you're, from, you're from Louisiana, you said? Nolens, Louisiana. Now, I'm going to give you this one. Uh-huh. Now, folks, that those of us that are from Nolens, we have this saying is we're from Nolens. We're not from Louisiana. 
Oh, gotcha. Gotcha. You know, that's funny because I'm from Mexico City, right? So we say the same thing. You're from so Mexico there's, City, there's Mexico not Mexico City, and everybody else. Right? Yes, everybody else. Everybody that's else. all you got. Well, I like that. Whoa, I was going to say Louisiana. So, well, I need to say the first time that I went to New Orleans, okay, they had chicken, bacon, waffle, oh, yeah. and some um, type of syrup. syrup. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what is that? And they're like, <laughs> breakfast. And I'm like, <laughs> That's how a breakfast is a champion? Is right? that possible? Champions, yes. I mean, I was like, how are you guys, you it's know, heart on the not, yeah, like, is a heart attack of every bitch bites you are close to a heart attack. But, oh, yeah. I mean, but it just helps. It just helps you. It's just extra. Yeah. Some extra for you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And I saw that uh, you. Alexandra said, and you are just recognized by the city of Carrollton for, for the Neighborhood Leadership Award for wow. Humanitarianism. What that means to you, to your family, and to your mom's oh, memory. Wow. Oh, my gosh. Um, wow. It really gets me um, very emotional. Um, and the reason I said it is because um, my grandmother was everything to me. Um she literally taught me, oh, my gosh, everything. And so we had such a close relationship to the extent that it was beyond uh, a mother and a son, a grandson and a grandmother. Um, it was unbelievable. And I really found out what true love is through her. And so and she was also very prophetic Um it was just God was able to give her visions and see things about people. And she used her gifting of her prophetic vision to build people up. And so for me, it's always, she always would tell me, uh, son, I want to make sure that when I was literally 13 years old, she said, you want to make sure that you become what you want to see. Wow. And I sat back then. I was like, I'm 13 years old. Become what I want to see. What are you talking about? You know, and um, at the time I was playing basketball in school. And she says, what you do for others is what will last. Your actual job that you get into later is not who you really are. That's a title. But who you are to the core is what will last. Mm -hmm. And be the change. She literally told me, be what you want to see. Don't judge people unless you're willing to help people and don't talk about anything you're not willing to support. And so from there, um, I end up, she literally told me what my wife looked, what looked like. Wow. I, I mean, and it's, she's amazing. Yeah. yeah Tameka, she, she's beautiful. Beautiful. Yes, I, I, I literally, um, who's the boss at home. Oh, Tamika clearly, <laughs> clearly is, um, you always say the last word, happy right? Wife, yes, happy ma'am. Life, right? yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. yeah. I, you I, always I, say the last yeah. word. Uh, yes, ma'am. When she when she uh gets into that moment of correcting me, yeah. um, I literally say, No problem. Yes, ma'am. You got it. You got it. Um I have a phenomenal wife. I Wait, we're really gonna take a little break here in a few minutes. So we want I don't wanna lose your um your wonderful conversation, but I wanna just say something to you right now. We're celebrating still today Martin Luther King's Yes. Uh, celebration of birthday. So I want to put this in concept because uh, we hear so much about the young people of today not being able to do the things. And 
I see two young people, you and Roberto, mm-hmm. in that position. So when we come back from our break, I want you to tell us a little bit how you how you grew up, where you went to school, and how you got to where you are today, and what you can tell the young people of today. You and Roberto can be such an amazing because our Latino community and our African-American community suffer from those issues. You're listening to Alexander and Friends 660, The Answer. Like us on Facebook, Alexander and Friends 660. And if you have any um, ads that you want to run on our show, please call us and let us know. Well, uh, I'm here as a Latina with Roberto that is a Latino too. And we have Trey. And now every time I'm going to say your name, I'm going to say Tree, Trey, because I can see them, you know, laughing at me, but it's okay. He's an African-American. And a lot of people out there like us, Latinos, African-Americans, they position themselves as minorities. And yeah, we are minorities, but I think we have something in common here that we never, you know, stopped our lives and complain because we are minorities so we cannot do this we cannot do that and you two are examples of that people that can succeed people that can just say i want and i will do it and i'll be the change in my life and in other people's life so i just would like to ask you too uh how do you see that because we listen so much about oh those minorities you don't have access you cannot do it how to change the mindset well, good question, V. Very good. Well, question. I would I would say it literally like the tail end of what you just said. It's a mindset. Um, some things are in in the minority community are unlearned, and so it takes time. This is one of the components to why uh, we do what we do, is because, and I've told this to our team before with Inspiring Lives. The only way that we can can completely make change. We cannot do it with just our culture alone. And what I mean by our culture, just African American community can't do it. Just the Latino community can't do it. Um, just the Asian community, no minority of that culture can just do it themselves. And that's, what's been happening for decades. When we take that and turn it around and be open to other cultures that are more affluent, like our Caucasian brothers and sisters, being open to them and creating avenues where of a place of non-judgmental, where you're not being judgmental because of, I can't judge a person because something your great grandfather did. Mm-hmm. Now it hurts of course. Uh, yeah. because you keep continue to see things. You know, we have some things that uh, I said at our MLK celebration over the weekend, Dr. King's dream, he said, I want to see the day that little black boys and little black girls will hold hands with little white boys and little white girls. And the one thing for me that was paramount about that was if it's just your culture, there's no way we can do it ourselves. We have to find ways to unify together and be inclusive. But the inclusiveness also works two ways. So you have to be presentable. Um, I can't go to city council or any Fortune 500 owner or Roberto who owns Miller Title, a franchise owner in Miller Title, and be judgmental towards him and expect help. Right. So we have to take some ownership right. 
in the African-American community to say, you know what, I have to change. But the way we change, the people that have that voice, like us here, make avenues and open up doors for those that don't have a voice. Very well said. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, Now that you mentioned that, you know, it's such an honor to be with an inspiring person because, you know, it's not so often that you run across someone that's so active in the community, right? So uh, from what I was reading is you are so active in the Carrollton area. Is that right? <laughs> I think very. Uh, that might be an understatement. <laughs> <laughs> right. No, it's a, it's actually a, a, a pleasure to meet you now that, you know, I am aware that you've won this award. Um, it's actually, to my community, you know, I've n never been active like that. And actually, I was just, you know how God puts people in your life, right? I mean, I mean that, mm -hmm. it works out because they just, after we talked about this, we talked about that. Now you're talking about Carrollton. It's just, for me, it's such an honor to meet someone that's so active and it's a minority, right? Because mm -hmm. you, you meet people around and you see people active in politics and things like that. But like we were talking about earlier, they're not connected to the community, right? Correct. Amen. And that's uh, such an important thing to be connected to the people that, that you're out there, uh, you know, representing, right? After all, right? I, I, Alexander, oh. please. Well, I think, Roberto, what has happened in this show, we have brought the um we have brought community together from different parts of life. Mm -hmm. Just last uh, last week, we had Miss Shirley, Shirley, Shirley Tarpley, Tarpley, right? Who yeah, that's right. loves Trey and who was <laughs> yeah. honored yes. by uh, the uh, this event. That was going to be my next question. If if he knew Miss Tarpley, oh, that yeah. is she's not Mrs. Miss Tarpley to me. She's Mama Tarpley. <laughs> so that's yeah. that is she is literally. Uh, so profound in, and I, I, I told her when I first met her, I'm going to show you how you're supposed to be celebrated and honored. Um, I call her all the time just to check on her. And she's, she laughs. She's like, Oh my God. <laughs> this is I can, I can see her. You know, and she is so phenomenal. Um, and I'm a historian, so I love history, but she was the, one person uh, that integrated R.O. Turner and Newman Smith. Wow. She integrated those schools. Um, CFBISD um, was the first integrated school district in Northeast Texas. And so when you have folks like those, like that, that kind of history, you have to find ways to honor that. And they for they her, made a footprint. I mean, they, yeah. they made a footprint in the community. That's something... That has to be, you know, honored after yeah. all. I, mean, I was listening to the show. I wasn't here for that show, but I was into the show and it was amazing to know the history of that one person that was the yeah. new Carrollton, that saw Carrollton grow, you know. And one thing that, and I asked her a question uh, about a couple months ago. I said, what is different about Carrollton today from the time frame that you got engulfed in Carrollton? Because she's also... Uh, was the first African-American female elected city council member. Wow. Twice, and, right? Is that twice? Yeah. And there hasn't been one since her. Oh, wow. You know, yeah. so it's uh, her history is so phenomenal and so rich and so groundbreaking. Yeah. When we got to the, um, when we literally got to uh, the celebration on the square in downtown Carrollton uh, a couple of Saturdays ago, the one thing 
that I told her, I said, we're go- I'm going to show folks how to celebrate and honor you. Wow. It was and amazing. amazing. It, yeah. was, it was really phenomenal. She, she you was listening- blown out by that? Yeah. yeah. You are listening to Alexandra and Friends at 6, 6 a.m. We are here with Alexandra, Roberto, Trey, Texas, <laughs> and me, me. Now, every time I will pause. One thing that we always uh, talk about is education. Mm-hmm. Education is the base for you to change, for you to make the change. You know, uh, if you do not educate people, you are n- never going to be able to break the cycle. We had this mm-hmm. conversation a few months ago, and you were telling me that someone from the community had died, that had passed uh, away that weekend, and they had no life insurance. Mm-hmm. And then again, the community was cooking and uh, selling meals to be able to pay for that mm-hmm. funeral. And the question was, why? Why they don't have insurance and why they don't know that there is alternatives outside, right. you know, that they can have access to that. So how you see the, how, how you see the education, how you see how important it is for the community that you serve to bring knowledge. Now, Alexandra always says knowledge is power. How you see that? You literally took, that's the words I was literally going to use. Knowledge is power. And culturally, in the African-American community, knowledge for planning for the end has never been a conversation that folk, people like to talk about. Um, no, I don't have time to talk about that. <laughs> um, but you get into the, the, the message and what we're communicating, you get into the point of now we're having to sell dinners. Now you're, we're putting strains on the family members that are living that literally still have to live beyond you. And so that's where education is key. Understanding that just because I plan for that day doesn't mean it's happening tomorrow, but you don't want tomorrow to come and not be prepared. Right. And so what we've literally done is start just educating the minority community um, on just because you pick out a land plot, don't mean you're jumping in it tomorrow. (laughs) But if you guess what, but if you don't plan for that plot, Mm -hmm. you're still going to need one. And so that's really has been a big to do in educating on life because some things are unlearned. And if you don't, things you don't know, things you weren't brought up understanding and knowing it's foreign to you and it's harder to accept it. Well, and this is with you too, Robert, right? A lot of times people uh, buy a house, refinance the house, but because they buy from someone that they know, because they're new in the country, Mm -hmm. they don't think that they need to do paperwork because they trust the word. And you saw a lot of situations where things went south because, uh, you know. Yeah, it's actually uh, a very good uh, topic that you're touching because since, you know, we are, actually in the business of handling real estate transactions and we do title transfers for people on closing real estate transactions. That's actually um, a lot of the misunderstanding that a lot of people have when they do that. And they do these transactions straight with the owner or, you know, uh, representative of the owner. Um, Sometimes they don't have the right knowledge like we're talking about. Mm -hmm. And then they end up going into deals that, doesn't benefit them, but only benefits the selling side. 
So it is important that you guys get educated on that topic. If you should need more help with that, you can always call me. I'm always uh, open to give you free advice and help you with the transaction as well. I like the word free. <laughs> Love the word free. Whoa. Yes, indeed. <laughs> Her eyes just did blink, 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 blink. something? Blink. You're listening to something free? <laughs> you are listening to Alexander Friend 660, The Answer. Our show is brought to you by Miller Title, Texas, Roberto Perez, and he is our uh, host today with uh, he's taking Courtney's place. Don't tell Courtney. <laughs> yes, uh, don't tell her. We, she won't know. We, yeah, she She's won't quarantined. know. Yes, yes. So um, anyway, so we're just coming back to our show. Um, Trey, uh, now I'm getting ready to call you Trey. Trek. Trey. 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 Trey, you are amazing. I want you to tell us a little bit about all the. Com- I I know of one big community event that you were doing uh, for the seniors in um, in your in your RV park, Mm -hmm. because you have a lot of them. Uh, You need to tell us about what you did every day, feeding them lunch, uh, their meals, catering from Miss Benavides from the Joe's Pizza. So, Mr. Trey, give us a little bit about all the wonderful things that you have been accomplishing in Carrollton and what you plan to do. I want to ask Trey real quick, what is is the biggest challenge when you are setting up a community uh, food, um, you know, giveaway or? Um, Finding the right part. Um, some people just do things just to do it for me, myself, I'm always huge on finding a person that has, that meets the same level of expectation that mm-hmm. I have the same mm-hmm. passion. Uh, that's where, uh, Carolyn Benavides comes in. Gotcha. Yeah. Carolyn. Um, oh my goodness. The work and f- the phenomenal work that she has done for years consistently when she wasn't getting recognized for it. Wow. And, for me, when I saw her, we have kindred spirits because we believe in God. Mm-hmm. And so Amen. her passion Amen, yeah. was a drive to for lower income families, for minority families that are struggling. And there is no one that she won't help. So I come into the city and uh, two people end up telling me about her. You have to meet Carolyn Benavides. And I literally was like, you know what? Let me, this second time I've heard this lady's name. Let mm-hmm. me run over here. So I go over there to her and we're talking. And before we got into anything, we had a, what I like to call a God, a God moment where we completely just mm-hmm. talked about mm-hmm. our faith. We connected spiritually. Connected. Right. And right. then I understood what her passion and drive was all about. So if, Literally, it's finding someone that meets that same passion and drive because if a person's just doing something to do it, what happens is they're literally not going to last. They're mm-hmm. doing it for a reason other than to see people better. Right. Right. And that's that's what most people, uh, you know, have the misunderstanding that when you do something in that label, you have to do it from the heart. Right. Yeah. You have to do it from the heart. Del corazón. You, can't, you can't do it for the selfie. Right. You are listening to Alexandra and Friends, 660 AM. We are here today with Alexandra, Roberto, Texas Trey, <laughs> and me, V. See, I yeah, did it! Yes. I did it! Yeah, good job, V. I knew you would get it. <laughs> yes, one thing that we learned with Caroline was no questions asked. So mm-hmm. when you are doing an event or when you are feeding someone I'm or listening. anything like that, no questions asked. You just... Go ahead and do it. Mm-hmm. They may be there without a need, but that's between them and God. Mm-hmm. You just do it. How do you feel about that? I love it. Um, 
having more of us in, in a community or in the world, in our country that does that, it will flip our system. Yeah, definitely. Um, right now, our system is, and it is what it is. Um, it's geared toward to help those that are extremely struggling to get some assistance. But what happens to the 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 middle class? In between, right? The in-between yeah. people. Um, where a, you have a two-income house and one of those incomes are lost, but you still, because of the one income, I don't meet the government standards. Mm-hmm. That's where someone has to come in and fill in a gap for those folks. And community work, it is exhausting. Um, it takes a lot of preparation. And if you're doing it by yourself, it's not going to work. We reached out, um, Carolyn reached out to many people in the community. Alex, I know that Alex, he does a lot. Alex Seagal. Oh, my goodness. Um, I call him my brother from another mother. Uh, he is Alex the Connector. I call him Tokyo. Uh, Topo Chico. No, no, no. Topo Chico. No, Tokayo. 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 Tokayo is the same name, right? Well, Alex and Alex. Yeah. Oh, yes. Alex and Alex. Alex. But we always say Alexandra the boss. That's the boss. That's the Alex the boss. Tokayo. So it is really really something. Um, It's been beautiful to see um, how we started, just my family and I. And then it just transpired into, I literally say this at every event we have. I look around at everyone that we have volunteering and I look at all the people that attend. And it's so many different facets and different cultures, different races, genders, religious differences. And the one thing that I've found out is I always say, this is what heaven really looks like. Wow. Heaven, if heaven only looks like your culture, that's not heaven. That's and true. I think we need to stop a moment and recognize the people that are in the backstage, you know, because you said uh, it's not easy to work in the community. It's a lot of work and sometimes it's frustrating. And you d- do that because you have people that's that right. a lot of times they are not showing their faces, but they mm-hmm. are there like mm-hmm. your wife. Mm-hmm. You know, and in our case here, uh, Roberto is not here every week, but we the show is possible because of his work and because of his willing to give back to the community. Mm-hmm. So how do you see, you know, the your family oh, as part of that? Wow. Um, that's a loaded question. And the reason I said it is because my wife is. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, she is. uh the boss? Yeah, she's the boss. Um, I have a very beautiful wife. and But at the same time, she keeps me grounded. She's literally the, the heart that she has for me and the passion she has in helping me be better. Uh, my life is better because of her. When we yeah. got together, we be, we'll be married April 23rd, 21 years. Our wow. marriage becomes an adult Ooh. marriage really now. Wow. Um, 21 years. We got married at 18 and 19 and um, have four wonderful children, two boys, two girls. Um, the last two are home. My son's athletes, um, stu- great student athletes. And I have now a third grandson. Wow. Congratulations. Wow. Yeah, thanks. Yes. So it's been, uh, I have a very phenomenal and fruitful life. I'm just thankful to God that God blessed me to have the family I have. Because a kid coming, I never would have, growing up in the inner city, 
and growing up around a lot of violence back home in New Orleans, Louisiana, you don't see past the day as a young person. You literally see the right now. And I never would have thought God would have blessed me with the wife I have, that we've grown together, the children and grandchildren that I have. And uh, it's been, it's really been for now. I have a wonderful, wonderful life right now. I really do. Hey Amen. That's awesome. That, that's great. Yeah. And you have wonderful employees because yes. they support you. They're part of your foundation for all your events. Correct. Uh, can you give them a little oh, hello? So absolutely. So Sun RV Resorts is uh, where I work and I manage RV resorts. So the teams I have are in Arlington at Treetops RV Resort, which is uh, I took on this resort. I have uh, Miss Karen O'Connor, Mary Beth, Arturo, Scott. We have another cowboy. Uh, his name is literally Cowboy. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and, 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 so, and Ryan. So and at Sandy Lake, we have Faye Miller, um, we, who is her husband does Miller uh, catering. And we have Scott, another Scott, and I have a very diverse group at Sandy Lake. Um, I have Latinos, African-Americans, Caucasians. So we have the minority scope all the way through and through so that no one feels left out coming to uh, our RV resort in Sandy Lake. That's amazing. So um, as we are finishing our our show today, I want you to leave everybody with a a thought of, of a young African-American like you, where he can go in, on his journey. You're listening to Alexander Friends 660 The Answer. Please like us on Facebook and also give us a call if you're interested in having your uh, company in our program. You've been listening to Alexandra and Friends, the podcast. Reach out to us on Facebook at Alexandra and Friends or write us an email, alexandraandfriends660 at gmail.com. Be sure to mark us as one of your favorite podcasts so you never miss an episode.